0: This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor.
1: And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me on both LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world Jerusalem, Israel. And it is my pleasure to bring on the big show today, Asaf Luxembourg, who is a partner at the creative agency PLUS972. He is a business development and marketing professional. He is passionate about promoting Israel through business, innovation, startups, entrepreneurship. Um, He consults and advises startups on how to storytell, pitch, market, and business development. I'd like to welcome to the big show, Asaf Luxembourg. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming on the show. Let's just jump right in, okay? Can you tell us Thank a Thank you for bit, having me. My pleasure. Tell us a little bit about what you do, and then we're gonna, we'll are gonna launch into a sort of a bigger conversation.
0: Awesome. So what
1: I do is a good question. I actually
0: ask myself twice a day every morning. Uh, My name is Asaf Luxembourg. Um, I am very passionate about promoting Israel and showing the real face of Israel to the world. Israel is a concept, not just, you know, the the state, the country. Um, I do it mainly through business, tech, innovation, technology. I was there when the startup nation brand was built. Did not intend to be an entrepreneur, but uh, that's what was um, planned for me. I started my own business. So I do a lot of things. If the audience is interested, you guys can check it out online. Um, But aside of all that uh, Israel advocacy, business innovation work, um, I do two more things. I work a lot with Massa and with young professionals who come to Israel. Um, And I'm also a partner at PLUS972. We are a global creative agency based uh, in New York but also active here in israel not in jerusalem in the hills but down in the plains next to the shore but it's not that far away and i'm leading israeli operations so this is it and what do you guys do what is what is uh, plus 970 so we are a creative agency so we'll help clients scale uh their operation through marketing branding and strategy uh, we do a lot of marketing strategy a lot of branding work uh, we provide web solutions we have award-winning websites uh, and a lot of design work um okay this is it, among
1: other things okay so um we've known each other for a while um and i decided to reach out to you because you wrote a couple of articles recently on Kalkalis, the israeli uh, economic paper uh about sort of the world of startups, right? Israel's known now as startup nation and money's flowing into Israel. Last quarter, you know, set a record for billions and billions of dollars. Can you touch on a little bit about what those articles were about? um, And then we'll get into sort of what it takes for a startup.
0: Sure, so first of all, before I jump right in, I just wanna say thank you for all the work you're doing. I think you're doing an amazing work. So on behalf of them who are watching right now, I wanna tell you uh, thank you and keep on appreciate that work. Um, I, I have like two sides on the one hand up until COVID I met containers filled with boxes, filled with delegations who came to Israel. Uh, I was in that startup nation tourism industry in a way, uh, big time. So I saw that side. And on the other hand, I also work with Israeli startups, not just startups, but on their own marketing attempts. So as a storyteller, you get to see both sides. The two articles you were mentioned, which were posted on Calcalist, which your audience may know as c mm-hmm. uh, um, were mainly about lessons from our work here at PLUS972, me and the rest of the team. And a little bit about how startups sometimes need to focus on things that are important as a marketing agency that works for them. So I shared two things um, which were important for me to communicate uh, to Israeli startups who go global and go and build a brand. Uh, So of course it's all online and your audience can find it. But as we say here, there were two basic messages. Uh, The bottom line was first, don't be a startup in the startup business, uh, which we can touch upon. A, you are a company that provides technology and innovation in an industry. So there is a startup industry, but there isn't really a startup industry. So that was a little bit about that. You can elaborate on that because it's related to your branding and your positioning. The other one, and that's something that maybe some of your audience can relate to. The other one was about the fact that as leaders of emerging startups, it's a little difficult to play on both sentences that go, look, we're not a small startup, we're a serious company, we're growing, we're this, we're that. And two seconds later say, oh, look, come on, it's a startup, so, you know. Make so it easy. <laughs> your brand uh, sometimes even more than the visual side or the copywriting side. Your brand is your reputation, as a wise man once said. So these were two things recently from our desk that we wanted to communicate. Because we help with the marketing and the branding. These are things that are related more
1: to company values and strategy. Um, but these were the two tips. And these are like mistakes that you see people make where they, where you see a startup, right? It's it's almost like a child, right? They want to play both ends, right? They want to be grown ups, but whenever something goes wrong, they sort of fall back. They're, well, I'm just a kid. What do you want from me? You know, in the startup world, yeah. you're out there, you're a business, right? You're, you're competing against Microsoft and IBM and you've got to, you know, you might be a immature company, but you have to be you you have to be mature, right? Is that sort of what you're saying? Right. And in a way, it's that tension. Now the truth
0: is obviously both, because you are aspiring to be a serious company, and you are still a startup. So I don't know if mistake is the right word, but it's that tension. It's kind of like slack, I don't know how is call it called slacklining, those guys who would try to walk on that thin strip. Right. So you kind of need to make sure you don't fall. I need to play on both ends with your, with your both hands um, to, to be stable and not fall this way or the other. Um, it's funny you mentioned parenting and child because I think that analogy is actually mentioned in that post, um, but that impacts the way people perceive you and it impacts the way people uh, remember you talk about you behind your back, and that's the meaning of branding, in a way. At the end of the day, that's reputation.
1: Okay. So, um, how can you, people get a hold of you?
0: Uh, how can people get a hold of me? I'm a pretty approachable guy. I basically built my uh, professional network on LinkedIn from day one. I'm a I'm, I'm a known LinkedIn animal. I'm the Israeli with no Facebook or Insta account. So okay. I breathe think, and dream LinkedIn.
1: I love LinkedIn. I'm approachable through email. Anyway. Email okay. And we'll put that. We'll put the contact information in the notes. Uh, uh, and the I do have a
0: rule. I reply to everybody within three business days. So okay. try me.
1: We'll put it out to the audience. to We'll test that rule. Yeah. Uh, you're tuning it's in. It's a to hard one to keep, but I really try you're turning in to the aaron katzman show where we speak about your life your money and your investments if you've got any questions or comments feel free to email me at aaron a-a-r-o-n at lighthousecapital.co.il that's aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il you can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com that's www.aaronkatzman.com you can follow me on both twitter and linkedin and be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel we're speaking with asaf luxembourg and we're talking about um, the fact that startups shouldn't act like startups, uh, right? They should act, a, a, the, the, they should be a little bit mature, more mature even though the companies themselves are not so mature. Um, can you give us maybe a couple of examples where you've seen big mistakes that were made? People always like to- okay, I try not to use the word mistakes. <laughs> yeah, so I try not, it's not mistakes. Um, we all make mistakes all
0: the right, time. Right,
1: right. It's not like you get a penalty because you made a mistake. It's but, but maybe something you something which did, which was like glaring, and then we can learn from that and, and not make the sure. mistake twice. So I'll give you an example.
0: Um, again, no naming names and um, never mind when was it, but a while back, a startup reached out to me. Um, and like everybody, at the end of the day, what do they need? They need to raise money. Um, it's, it's a big thing they need to do in order to breach forward alongside building the product and yada, yada, yada. So at some point through the meeting, I understand that this is a company that, prov- that uh, developed some sort of a SaaS product um, that helps with logistical management. I mean, think backstage of restaurants where you have like things with an expiry date or supermarkets or things of that nature and how to run it in an effective way. And they're telling me their story in a startupy way and, you know, they sit and they break down... Um, uh, you know all the sources online and all the VCs and all the angels and it's that cowboy town which they want to get known at and at some point I told them you know there's a guy called Rami Levi he's not an angel he is not a big VC not that I know of he is not a tech guru uh, but he knows a thing or two about logistic management and how technology can help Now he's also in a certain age and he was able to do a thing or two in life. Maybe he's your investor. Not only that, he can tell you how you can do 5X better than you. I mean, he has been living that. It's a different cowboy town. It's the logistics management, um, that cowboy town. So you're not a startup in startup nation Tel Aviv trying to break to the world. You want to move to Silicon Valley and you want to raise money from VCs. It's not that cowboy town. You're in the logistical management cowboy town. Groceries, big supermarkets. These guys, these guys have their own kings and lords and you know, veterans and cowboys. Go speak to them. So you're a company that brings innovation in that cowboy town. And if you really build a company on the right foundation, meaning you don't want to build something quick and sell out, you want to build a company you want to work for for the rest of your life because you are passionate about this industry, there's a problem you fell in love with and you will have to solve, that's the cowboy town you want to be in because you will not be a startup forever. So it's a little bit about that. And when you communicate that, um,
1: I believe that good things will happen over time. Interesting. For those of you who don't know, Rami Levy started from absolutely nothing and turned into like the Israeli supermarket king. And he owns an airline. He owns a lot of phone company. He's like Mr. Business. Um, so that's really interesting. Do you have any other tips, maybe another tip that you can sort of share for startups or for entrepreneurs, um, you know, to sort of get them on the right track um, and, and focused. I, I find that, you know, I used to work in venture capital. A long time ago um, and i think the biggest issue is that um, entrepreneurs often um weren't um i don't want to say focused but they weren't specific in their focus they were sort of a little bit all over the place um and ultimately um, as somebody's wise told me a long time ago um, you have to you can't be a jack of all trades and a master of none, right? You have to be a master of something and you can't try and solve everything. Um, So do you have any other kind of words?
0: Yeah, first of all, I absolutely agree. This is related to something we're not gonna have time to talk about, which is all the work that I'm doing, especially with young professionals who come to Israel from overseas on how to think like an entrepreneur, not as a profession, but for their entire career, even if they work for the bank. So this is related to the T-shaped mentality, as you said. Like you need to master a few things and but not be only about them. You need to also know a little bit about others. So it's a little bit about that tension. Um, and it's the same for startups. I would say this, there's a lot of wisdom on this online. I share some of it uh, from great people that I was lucky to learn from. Uh, I blog and I write and I, you know, promote, you know, my thoughts out there. I will say one thing. Um, It's funny, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was the magic kid for like a decade, and now his image is a little bit different, but let's take him as an example. So I have this idea that I ponder that in an alternative universe, you know, his uncle worked for Microsoft, and he said, you know, kid, you got a good thing going on with this college platform thing, and he booked him up meeting at Microsoft, and Microsoft loved it, and they told Mark Zuckerberg, you know, come build this with us. And because he was passionate about connecting people online that's what he really was passionate about he went to do that at microsoft in another universe which is our universe he built an empire as an entrepreneur but on a third one the government came to him and said you know the future is for this to be part of the you know the civil rights that you know americans get to have as civilians we want to build it through the ministry of communication or i don't know what and he went to work for the government Who knows, maybe he started a nonprofit. No matter how he accomplished his what and why, he was passionate about that what and why, not the how. And a lot of startups, when you really dig deep on why they started the startups, it's about the how. And many times also, you need to make sure that you're building a company based on pull factors and not push factors. You can't start, I think, a stable company by hating your last job and you wanna show them and do it your own way. It's not a good reason to start a company. You need something that you're passionate about solving and and you don't care if it'll mean that you'll build a company or work for someone else, you just wanna solve that thing. And from what I learned from investors, that's something that they look for, that commitment to that scratch to solve this problem. So in a way it's related to don't fall in love with your solution, fall in
1: love with the problem which a very wise man by the name of Uri Levine uh, said. Okay, that's good. I like that. I really like that. But you really need to uh, focus on the problem that you're trying to solve, and that should be your driving force, not all these other sort of tangential uh, tangential reasons. Asaf Luxenberg, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And My thank pleasure. you for, uh, for listening. Not a problem. Our pleasure. You've been tuning in. To the Aaron Katzman Show, where we speak about your life, your money, and your investments. If you got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me on both LinkedIn and Twitter, and subscribe to our brand new channel. I did. <laughs> from one subscriber to a millions out there. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll speak to you soon.